we each live in the shadow of a personal apocalypse. Hello everyone, welcome back to Escape from Precinct 13. Now, first off, I want to apologise for the slight knocking or banging noise in the background. That would be one of the neighbours in the street. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, probably doing some sort of work. Uh, DIY. Um, and I have to have the window open as it's currently quite warm here in the UK. So, yeah, let's just get that away with. I hope it's not too much of a problem. So today's episode is going to be about the absolute classic from 1987, The Running Man, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Now before I go into detail on The Running Man, I want to quick mention that I quickly uh, caught Toy Story 4 over the weekend. Uh, Just a little... You know, thoughts on it, what I thought of it. I enjoyed it. It was what it was. Um, I thought ending... I mean, it was sad, but it could have been a bit better. Um, Woody separating from Buzz. I felt Buzz was given a backseat in this entire movie, which, I don't know, I, I didn't really understand why. Buzz looked like he was made it feel dumb again it sort of felt like buzz from toy story one where he kind of doesn't know that he's a toy he was sort of questioning what what this mind he had like a, a voice inside his head is what he was telling him so he thought the voice inside his head was the voice box where he presses the buttons and he says all these different catchphrases i found found that weird but other than that, uh, I don't know where I would rank it. Um, I enjoy them all for what they are. Each for their own reasons. Obviously the first one is just general classic. I like the second one, not a lot of people do. Third one, the story's probably more hard-hitting at the end. Fourth one, had a very some very funny elements to it. Forky was hilarious. But other than that, I mean, the kind of gang split up, and then it was sort of as if Jesse was the leader, and I was just like, oh, I'm not really. If they're going to go down that route, uh, I think it's killed it, really. But, yeah. I'll check out Spider Man Far From Home this weekend. So I'll probably do that review Saturday, Sunday, maybe. Might squeeze into this week. And then just see where I go from there. I'm really looking forward to Spider-Man, to be honest. It's on my me, me top 10 and most anticipated list for this year. So, should be good. Should be good. Anyways, now on to the Running Man. Now, Running Man was originally a novel wrote by Stephen King under the alias of Richard Bachman. came out in 19... 82, 83, something like that. 
the movie came out in 87. Uh, differences with the movie, Ben Richards was a black man in the book. And Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Ben Richards. But also the ending, Ben Richards uh, kills himself uh, by flying a plane into the TV tower. Arnold Schwarzenegger survived. Obviously the typical hero, Arnold Schwarzenegger, back in the day. So yeah. Uh, the movie begins with this red title sequence it's like 2017 it's a whole world economy's collapsed and resources are in short supply the country's ruined by the state with an iron hand and the TV's controlled by the state also the most popular TV show is of course The Running Man, art music is censored oh no so that's basically how it begins I thought well 2017, more like 2019 isn't going to be wrong. The film does start in 2017, but ends up in 2019. The book is 2025. So, film starts, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger in helicopter, Ben Richards. And he's, you know, there's a riot breaks out uh, in the downtown area in Bakersfield. And he gets an order just to kill them, kill all the civilians, the women, the children. Uh, and he says, "No, I'm not gonna, not gonna do that." They're innocent. It's only a food riot. They only want some food to eat. And the other, the other officers in the helicopter get orders to detain Richards because he's obviously failed an order, failed a direct order, to fail to comply to a direct order. <coughs> so, anyways. They get control of Arnie and then they end up knocking him out. And what you find out is that they framed Arnie for this mass killing of all these people wanting to, you know, eat, have something to live, live for, survive. So Ben Richards ends up getting the moniker of the Butcher of Bakersfield. So he ends up being framed. Now, fast forwards 18 months and Ben's in a detention centre. He's just, you know, carrying steel, he's doing... It's just like labour work, manual labour work. But they've got this perimeter and they're wearing these neck braces and if they go past the perimeter, the heads blow off. Which essentially would keep people in line. I mean, I don't think anyone... He's going to try and run for it. He's only got one of them attached to the neck. And this is where we meet Yafet Koto. Uh, a famous actor. Um, Mr. Big from Live and Let Die. He's also a massive part in the TV series Homicide Life on the Streets. So, yes. Yafet Koto is Carlos called Laughlin. And we meet like the the computer expert, one of the very first ones of of any movie period. He's called he gets they always get nicknamed the um, surname, so he gets called Wise. So these three kind of 
get the feeling that they're up to something and they're watching the guards inputting codes which is unlocking the perimeter so they can get over without the braces exploding suddenly the I believe the um, the perimeter goes down and Laughlin and Richards have a fight and this they get all the people surrounding them so everyone's watching them have a fight and the guards start to kind of break it up and then once they break it up hell breaks loose they just get the guns off the guards and Weiss is trying to keep trying to deactivate the perimeter it's not working so Arnie says let's take it take the little computer one of the very first laptops <laughs> outside to get a better reception and it's kind of working but not fully it goes off then it goes back on it goes off then goes back on so uh, this guy decides to make a run for it even though it's not prop down properly the window's not down for it to go through for you to go get through so it goes down and then as he gets up to it the the, the red light comes back on which means the perimeter's up and the, everyone's shouting at him and as soon as he gets like f five meters away from the one of the security officers his head just explodes like a piñata and Q it looks it's a good scene from behind I kind of like it because you can see the guy's actually running and you just see the head explode visual effect so yeah that was pretty cool they eventually end up getting the perimeter turned off and they all escape and the three main guys Ben Richards Weiss and Loffler um, stay together end up escaping into the city where they meet the typical underground movement who get have the ex help them get the explosive devices removed now they don't they're a bit hesitant to remove Arnie's because they're still the same as the butcher of Bakersfield whereas Weiss is fighting Schwarzenegger's case for them saying well he helped me escape what you wouldn't do that and Schwarzenegger's just like smoking a cigar cool as fuck and he's just he doesn't care <laughs> it's just like oh well so then I'm getting removed. Then I'm going their separate ways. Schwarzenegger says he's going to meet his brother and stay at his place and then help him get out of the city. And the other two, you never, you don't see what they do. Obviously, we'll come back to them. So, uh, cuts to the main villain, uh, Killian, the huge TV mogul. Uh, the guy that hosts the running man, his whole baby brainchild sort of thing. Uh, straight, straight from the get go, he just tells this guy's an absolute ass. And he pulls up in his big stretch limo and gets out, and there's just crowds of people swarming him, thinking he's the next best thing since sliced bread. You just get this impression like, you just know for a fact you're just not gonna like this guy. So, it makes a point within like the first couple of minutes. There's a small scene. There's a janitor mopping the floor of the lobby of the building, and 
Killian's clearly not looking where he's going, and the giant actually accidentally catches Killian's leg. And Killian is like, oh, well, it's, oh, that's okay. And Jan is like really sorry. He's apologising. Killian's, it's okay. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You know, what's your name? And tells him his name. And then Killian's walking into the lift with his security guard and his personal assistant. And he turns around the personal assistant and says, if he's still cleaning the floors when I get back down here, you'll be mopping them up. I was just say, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just what a fucking asshole. And there's a lot of back and forth between Trizzy uh, Ben going to his brother's apartment and then finding out that the the main, the lead lady, Amber Mendez, is living in his brother's apartment. Because apparently they think they found out that he's that he was obviously related to Ben Richards and he's went for what do they call it? It's not reassessment, but it's re, it's like retraining or something. Which basically, they must pickle your mind or something. It's you know. So he ends up sort of kidnapping her and get out of the airport, and then I'll leave. Killian's yeah he's been doing the runner man for ages the ratings have peaked and he just doesn't know any other way to get the level the, the viewership up it's not declining but it's steady so he's getting suggestions uh, ones uh, of if com potential competitors for the show one of them's like a someone that killed his wife and his stepmother next one's is there a next one such and such but he's just like they'll not survive one's like 110 pound and all that then he looks over into another room which is like the broadcasting room and he sees almost first thing as character Ben Richards running over a looks like it's not a desert but Looks like in some sort of barren land, but he's wearing the gear that he wore when he escaped from the detention zone. But it just looks very odd because he's like, he looks like he's being filmed, and he knows he's being filmed while doing it. And I was like, oh well, if he's a filming it, why couldn't you just capture him then? Uh, I found that odd. But anyways, Killian sees Ben Richards as his superstar competitor that he's always wanted and if he's, whatever he wants is whatever he gets even though his personal assistant says that they don't get military guys because it's not in the contracts oh believe me Killian gets his guy which ends up Ben and Amma end up going to the airport. This is where he's trying to escape. And she calls him the butcher of Bakersfield because she has no reason to believe that he's been telling the truth, like saying that he isn't. This is TV. You end up, most people believe what they see and read. Yeah. 
on TV and papers, whatever, online. So why, why would you not believe me? What I like about this as well, I know it's set in this future, future, 1987, it was 30 years into the future. I like though how it's not totally futuristic, like a Blade Runner, even though I love Blade Runner. I love the sequel of Blade Runner. Um, also, like Total Recall, where it's not flying cars and trips to Mars, all that type of stuff. It's it's still like more like these days. Obviously, the technology-wise, it's it's sort of the same. Like he has like a smart TV. He's got a keyboard and he's going on holiday. And he books a holiday through it, so it's still. It's kind of technology has moved to that point, but obviously just more slimline and sleek and faster. But anyways, the Amber causes this big scene at the airport where she shouts, "All oh, it's the butcher of Bakersfield. He's kidnapped me!" and Arnie makes a run for it. And he ends up getting caught. And yes, so there's there's a funny thing. I would like to see more of these. There's a advertisement or a commercial, as Americans would say, for TV shows, and it was called one that was called "Climbing for a Dollar." <laughs> there's a really guy with dollars. Above, above him, and he's climbing a rope, and he's getting savaged by dogs. And I kind of just thought, people would actually do that though. It's it it may seem like a joke in nineteen eighty seven, but I'm telling you, like these days, that's it's that's probably what would happen. So Ben's captured. He's getting. He gets, he gets it, I don't know, when he's getting, he gets stripped down, gets injected with a tracer drug, so they can find him wherever he is. And he gets injected with other stuff as well, and they knock him out for the, before the game show the next day. Which I kind of, I've seen this film so many times, but it's funny how you just miss things. Like, I really never paid attention to that. And I always wonder, was it like meant to be like some sort of like performance enhancer or some something? I never know. Didn't know. Yeah, so the show starts and they end up showing you like this competitor, Ben Richards, and they show the fake footage of him apparently massacring all these men, women and children. And then Killian's obviously the master of the cer ceremonies and He's telling everyone how great the show is and there's been three winners and is Ben going to be the next one? It shows you these three random guys at the same place with their freedom. So does this freedom mean they can only live on this particular island? With these... They look like... Oh, what you'd say, bat in a day. Is it Hula Girls? Like, they look like from... They're not from Hawaii. But they've got the them things around the neck with flowers and stuff, and it just kind of looks like it, it cheesy. But it's meant to be cheesy. 
It's obviously a lot of tongue-in-cheek um, satire, which I do like about it. This is one of my favourite Schwarzenegger films, to be honest. Probably top five. So yeah, only three previous winners, which you're thinking, alright, okay. Nah, he's got a chance. So, Ben's sitting there in the main show area and he's about to get thrust into the first zone. And while he's sitting there, it's unveiled that his two friends who he escaped with have also been captured and are now getting dropped into the running man with him. Because Killian wants a winning team. Even though Killian promised that if Ben did the show, running man, then his two friends would have been set loose. Bullshit. So, it happens. Now then, in the first zone, and the crowd get to pick the f first stalker. Now, the stalkers are what you would call, like, they're a... It's they're like the villains of each zone, like the boss boss fights you would say. First one we come across is Sub Zero. And his weapon is a razor sharp hockey stick. <laughs> yes. With explosive hockey pucks to add. I know it sounds cheesy but I just I love that shit. It's I eat that up. I'd eat that up. Um Then you've got I'll just go through them. Then you've got you've got Buzzsaw. His weapon is a, a chainsaw and he rides a motorbike, motocross bike, cross that. Then you've got Dynamo who has a little car and fires electric energy and he's operatic. He likes to sing opera for some fucking reason. Then you've got the standard Fireball who... No cliche is there, has a flamethrower and a jetpack. So, Sub Zero, first villain. Um, the, like, they let the audience pick, the woman picks, but they've already entered the zone one by this time. So, they're in zone, the first zone, but it's an ice rink. So, what if you had a picked? Fireball first. Like, what if the someone had picked Fireball first, and about the ice rink? It's like it does it. It, it doesn't make sense. There's no. There's no like. Is the direction of where to go? Is it kind of just run through zone to zone? They get told there's four zones. They get through four zones. That's it. But the first zone is the ice rink, which is obviously Sub Zero's ground. So they're not gonna turn up. To the ice rink and Buzzsaw's gonna be there. So, anyways, the it doesn't take long. He Schwarzenegger dispatches him, just gets the razor wire from off the top of the hockey um, surroundings and just wraps it around his neck and just pulls it and just friggin' just cuts his neck open. Cue the blood spewing out, and that's in a sub zero. <laughs> And then we get that infamous quote by Arnie. Sub-Zero is now Plan Zero. 
Uh, you couldn't you couldn't write that out. Yeah. I think people would walk out of the cinema if that was um, uttered today in a film these days. So uh, they go on to the next zone, which is now well. Sorry, it cut back and it cuts back to the audience in the studio and Killian, and they're all shocked because no one's killed a stalker before, and everyone's like, "Okay, um, what's happened?" Killian is pissed off. He's like, "Well, well, I, I, I want to put the best tag team together, the usual tag team," and you. Releases Buzz, Saw, and Dynamo, and showcase them a little bit with their powers and powers, but their tools of the trade and what their specialities are. So, like, say that it doesn't seem to run. It doesn't seem to be that they've run t- too long, and they go to the next stage. And by this point, Mendez has been dropped in to the game. Because she gets found out that she's been trying to get to him information about Ben Richards to see if he actually was telling the truth. Because, sorry to cut back, but in an earlier scene, she's back in her apartment after Reed is, uh, Richards has been arrested. Reed Richards? That's fantastic. For... Oh, God. <laughs> Richards has been arrested. But once again, they spin the story on the TV and say that He'd shot a guard and killed someone else. And then that's where she sits up and realises. But he didn't do any of those things. He didn't kill anyone. So she's like, what the fuck? And then she, she, she does work for ICS, which is the company that produces and makes the runner man. So she ends up getting arrested for snooping around, finding out that Ben Richards has been framed. And she gets dropped in the game just... After the Sub-Zero fight. They're avoiding Buzzsaw. And then Arnie thinks it's him coming the corner. He grabs that. And then all four, it's a four of them there now. They end up splitting up. Because Arnie's... They're obsessed with this. Uh, Weissen is obsessed with this radar. It's Radio Tower. And they split up. Weiss and Mendez go to the Radio Tower... Laughlin and Arnold take on Bussell. And Dynamo's trying to chase the other two. So they all tussle. Um, Bussell injures Laughlin with his chainsaw. And, uh, it's a cool little fight scene. Uh, Bussell's just showcasing his strength. And this quote's probably not 100% right. Um... I know I've got the computer on my fingertips and I don't know, just kind of find it feels a bit robotic if I do that and it's, I'm just reading off the screen. It's also with the editing I wanted to get in as well. I've edited my first two but I, it takes up a lot of time for what I'm doing and I don't really want to be spending time editing because you end up editing quite a lot and cutting out all the spaces in between. Which I don't mind doing if I've got a lot of time. But I kind of do this as a hobby and it's not a job. It isn't, it's not paying me. It's not like, oh look, you know, I'm only three episodes in. It's not, 
and another plethora of listeners and sponsors and that type of thing, which, you know, I wouldn't even dream of at this point. So, yes, I'm just going to cut that in down to a minimum, get me intro music on, and that's probably most editing I'll do. So, sorry about that. Um, yes, the Bosso Arnold, and Bosso, you know, he's like, he's pressing these chainsaw, going towards Arnold. It's like, oh no, the hero's in trouble. So Bosso, he's, he's, you know, he's got to have a quote in there. Richards, I love this saw. It's like a part of me. Now I'm going to make it a part of you. <laughs> And the saw's come back. And Arnold turns it. <laughs> no thanks. Keep it. <laughs> he just fucking chainsaws him right through the middle. All the way up. Not all the way up, but to his sternum. It's just like, yes. And of a great Arnie quote. Fantastic. This this film's full of them. Another one before Arnie gets dropped into the game. He's typical, I'll be back. Killian tells him, oh, need a rerun. Yeah, then to kill him, uh, Laughlin dies of his injuries. Then Dynamo kills Weiss, just electrocutes him. And he starts chasing Mendez. That's when Arnold, he has a scream when he starts running after. Uh, he tricks Dynamo and flips the car. And it's just about to uh, kill him, kill Dynamo. I think he's got a shovel. I'm sure he's got a shovel when he watched this yesterday. But then he has the cameras on him and he turns around and says, I'm not going to kill him. I'm not, gonna, I'm not a monster, you know. Not like you, uh, this sadistic scumbag. And then uh, they end up walking around into another zone and like fireballs the, the final guy to um, come out and Try and kill them, because now Killian's getting a bit desperate, and it's not looking good for him. He's killed three of the stalkers. He kills Fireball. He's fucked basically. Um. So yes, uh, Fireball. She's not my favorite. Uh, Buzzsaw's probably my favorite, or Sub Zero. Dynamo is just fucking weird. Like he's. he's in the opera thing, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, his little car, he's like a fat egg in the car. And later on, like, I don't know, I'll get that scene later on. Damn. So, they end up in the zone where Fireball is. And Mendes discovers these three people. And all horrifically burned. And one of them's got dog tags, and it was actually the name of one of the previous winners, one of the three winners, and it's all the three winners, but they didn't actually win. They were burned to crisp by Fireball, and Fireball gives the game away, but Arnold sneaks up behind him and pulls his uh, his pipe out that leads into his um, flamethrower, like his gas supply, and it just ended up blowing him up. Literally, not a long fight, just there, to get rid of him sort of thing. So Killian, desperate again, Ben and Amber escape to to the network on the ground. So Killian airs fake footage of Captain Freedom played by Jesse Ventura, which is great, I might add. Um, 
but Jesse Ventura f- killing another guy that uh, from years ago, and the doctor. So it looks like on Schwarzenegger's head on the guy. <laughs> put the want to put um, Jesse Ventura into it, into the Running Man game. The the future there, <laughs> and he comes out in this absolutely horrendous getup. It looks like he's attached his homeware, like his pots and pans to his arms and legs. <laughs> he's just like, I'm not wearing this crap. And he pulls it off and it's just it's just falling off. It's literally garbage. And Killian's uh, pissed off kicking off. So, you end up going to the underground and Arnold and Mendes end up taking the underground, the fight to the ICS so as all go the separate ways Mendez is looking around shoots a guard then Dynamo appears from nowhere and she makes a comment about he having no dick and she kicks him in the dick and then he f- he's like I'm going to show you no dick but then suddenly he's, he's in fucking white it looks like a nappy like it's so quick how the fuck did his pants get down he's obviously going to attempt to rave her but uh, <laughs> once again, he looks looks like a fucking Christmas tree. But <laughs> Christmas tree with a light up Mohican. It's some outfit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So she shoots a sprinkler. He gets electrocuted. Let's send the fucking dynamo. Yes, dickless. That's what he is. Dickless. I was trying to think. Um. So Arnold confronts Killian, who's absolutely desperate to save his life. Um, you know, be friends. I know you're pissed, Ben. It's like, hang on, mate. You don't even know how I'm pissed. It's like that scene in The Punisher. The Thomas Jane Punisher, where the cop who's his mate, it's like, I know you're upset, Frank. You know, obviously his wife and son who were killed, and nah, they won't give him any justice. He knows who it is. He's like, upset. I'm upset when the Yankees lose to the Red Sox. I'm upset. What else did he say? Such and such. So, if you think this is me upset, it's just like... No, you've, just, you've tried to kill us, you've framed us, you've told lies about me. The whole system, government's corrupt. So, so then Schwarzenegger picks him up, throws him in the um, like the chair, which shoots you down into the like into the zones. But uh, Killian's kicking off. Oh, let me out! Let me out! <laughs> Schwarzenegger again with a grey line. I don't do requests, and then presses the button, turns the pressure up, so he flies out. Flies all the way down the tube. There's no safety net, and, and he flies. He clearly crashes on the first shot. Then they edit it in and extend the shot, and he ends up flying through his own billboard and exploding. <laughs> it's like, yes, that didn't happen. And then Arnold and Mendez clap eyes on each other. Smooch, and then they play as an absolute classic. 80s action song and credits roll
Now, it doesn't sound like much. Uh, I know this probably isn't a lot of people's favourite Schwarzenegger films. Um, I just like it's mainly... I don't know, I think it, it, it can certainly look like a product of its time. But it's I think it's still it's more relevant today if, if anything else. I, I mean a lot of films surprised it hasn't been remade. Yeah, that's really peculiar. Or even a TV show. The remade Total Recall, which I don't understand. Uh, whatever Schwarzenegger films, it's the Predator. I haven't remade the Predator, but they've you know they've tried to. They've tried the best to emulate it. Terminator. You'll still never beat the first two. What are all these classics? Um, trying to think. Uh, Conan. There's a lot. Uh, but no, I, I, I don't know. They probably will remake it. I think, you know, Hollywood runs out of ideas. It's that's the thing though, society these days. Currently in the UK, we've got this crap called Love Island. It's basically just watching people kiss, eat, eat smooch, and and you see like girls getting uh, women getting absolutely excited and ecstatic over it. When you're just watching people's fake lives on a TV, that's all they do, kissing. Like, they might as well watch pornography, because that's all it essentially is. Just pornography without the sex, because you don't see it. I find, I find it absolute, it's absolute dross. And this is the way TV's getting. Like, how was the romance on a TV show by now? Like, it just, it baffles me. I'd probably watch The Runner Man if it was real. Not to be some sort of bloodthirsty. Like, they are, they're all bloodthirsty. Yeah, yes, get in. It's barbaric, that's the whole point. It's meant to be frightening. It's like, oh, this is what the future's going to be like. The future is fucking nearly like that. This is how it starts. Like, reality TV. I mean, I watch reality TV. I don't mind stuff when it's, like, proper actual things. But... Yeah, I don't mean watching fucking Love Island, Big Brother, and I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. That, that's garbage. No, they probably, they probably them type of people probably see what I watch and what I do is garbage. Yeah, but you you've got to be some sort of intellectually. It can't be doing you any favors. Oh, it's entertainment, is it? Really. If you want to watch people smooch, go on YouTube. Jesus. I think it's here. It's run a man for me. Still relevant, I feel, if not more relevant these days. I saw a rush day yesterday. I, I didn't take enough notes. After taking notes when I'm watching things, I made that mistake for the first podcast of the. Child's Play remake and Brightburn, but I don't want to go to the cinema as well. Sitting there with a pen and a, like a notebook and a pen, 
people who think I'm what's this weirdo doing? <laughs> True. But it's Schwarzenegger. It's a classic Schwarzenegger. Most Schwarzenegger fans will say it's a classic Schwarzenegger. Uh, it's, it's classed as a sci-fi thriller. Uh, it's full of this typical staples of Schwarzenegger. Um, classic one-liners. Um, you know, hardly a mark on him. Beating the odds. Just kicking ass. Schwarzenegger style. Yeah. Great villain in Killian. He's a slimy little bastard. I don't know what else. One more you could want from a villain. Just concept, I love it. Uh, it's, that concept is obviously spawned. Uh, people remember Smash TV. I used to love that game. And essentially, it's if you play it with two players, or maybe four, and you just go into rooms, cluster zones, and you're just shooting shit up. There's the people that are coming after you. It's like top-down. You see the little characters running around. And you just get as much money and loot as you can. You get jewellery watches, um, money, and all that types of holidays. And it even says it was based off The Running Man. That's the hilarious thing. The Running Man is like... Everywhere you've got merchandise, you've got board games. It reminded me of a board game that my friend had, and it was a WrestleMania board game. And it just looked exactly like it. I can't remember. I can't remember the company used to make it. Was it HP or MB or something? But anyways, it's 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 out there, isn't it? I think the home video they've got. Uh, I just love the tagline where it's no one has was it something no one has won the running man. It is a game no one it is a game that no one has won, but Schwarzenegger is yet to play. It's <laughs> like yeah, that works. Uh, but no, it, I think most people that listen to this have probably seen Running Man. People may think it's dated and then it's cheesy, corny. A lot of films were in the eighties. Not of that ilk genre. But no, yeah, I'll always love The Running Man. Always a favourite to stick on and watch. I just feel that's the way society's kind of heading. Yeah. Everyone's if, if offended by everything. and They'll go the opposite way, where it's like... They'll just put people on game shows and life or death, life or death. Yeah. But no, as for the top five Schwarzeneggers, I'm not saying in any particular order, but definitely Terminator 2, Predator, Last Action Hero, Roman Man, and Total Recall, probably. That's what I'd go for. There's Commandos, Terminator 1, there's, you know, others. I kind of like even these, these not so, like, great ones, like Red Heat and not a lot of people have seen You did not make it, Victor. Cocaineum. He plays a Russian. Uh, fights, he first fights in the lives. Kindergarten Cop. Hilarious. Also, like, He's late 90s, mid to late 90s, uh, Razor, 6th day, 
end of days I enjoy them as well but yeah yeah Running Man's definitely definitely a classic I just love the poor stuff for it as well it's, it's great Schwarzenegger and his best what more can you say about it what more can you fucking say yeah so like I said I'll do more Schwarzenegger in the future I don't want to just bog it down with like classics and stuff all the time you know Clint Eastwood and all that type of stuff do uh, just do my favourites and you know stuff that people haven't heard of well not haven't heard of but they're not as popular as people might say and then it might somebody go oh I like the sound of that and watch it and even if they watch it, if they hear it or like it, it's just the fact that they've watched it and listened, you know. They value your opinion. But, I am... Um, not to say check it out. Either you've seen it or haven't. And if you haven't, I don't think you're going to go out your way. <clears throat> Necessarily to go and watch The Runner Man. But, definitely one of my favourites. Why? Yeah, so the next one I'll be reviewing is Spider-Man Far From Home, which I'm really looking forward to, as I mentioned earlier. Hopefully, I'll have good things to say. Problem is, I'm having to keep off social media a little bit. I'm, I'm seeing people posting stuff, on Instagram especially, and people are spoiling. Like, I can see people writing about cameos and... So you do realise, you know, people can't go on Tuesday night to go and see it. So people have to wait till the weekend. And even if I had seen it, I wouldn't necessarily post it on social media like that where people can read. It's fair enough listening to something like this because you're sitting down. You're not spoiling anything in the little description part. And people are listening. It's their choice. Obviously it's going to be spoilers. It's when people... Just decide to write. And, I don't know. I think people don't have any common sense. Uh, yeah. So, oh, and... <laughs> Avengers Endgame re-release went down like a fucking fart in an elevator. Honestly, I'd, I know they're trying to beat Avatar, but... You're not going to get butts and seats over a little shitty scene it's nothing new really it's just it's a sad attempt to try and beat Avatar not that I'm blowing smoke Avatar's ass Endgame's a much better film but you've got to know when it's done it's had it's time it's not going to make that money oh before I go just a couple of other things I was talking to a guy yesterday, he messaged me about the Runner Man Blu-ray. Uh, it's oof, just talking, chatting about films and... You know what really needs to get fucking released? James Cameron's True Lies. Like, people are... Definitely need that as well. Like, I keep forgetting about that. I keep forgetting about it because... It's one of his better ones, but you just forget because 
It's not on general breweries. And I don't want the DVD. As much as a snob as that sounds. Everything everything I buy now, I buy on a brewery. It's the superior format by far. I just wish I'd release it. Um and yes, Amazon oh, as much as, the, as much as I love them at times, they're gonna be right fucking dickheads. I had this pre-ordered for two months, and on the Friday before the Monday release, that set set as a release date of the following Saturday, so it was like six days after release. Pre-ordered it. It changed to dispatching now for about three days. So I clicked on the website on Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. And I had in stock now for next day delivery. So I cancelled my order. And I cancelled straight away, which I thought was odd. Because usually if the pattern, they don't cancel. And then I ordered it. And then, again, received it the next day. So I was like, well, what the f... Uh, I don't know why. Same old boy, the arrow. And uh, the arrow box said I didn't. I bought the three disc edition. You get the booklet and stuff like that. Cause it looks nice, and I haven't bought any arrows f releases for a while. I've still mean to pick up Blackman Rising, but old boy, like I said, release date is on the Monday in August, and then it's not coming out till Saturday. Very odd, Amazon in the do that. So like, is there even point in pre-ordering? Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, Spidey will be the next episode. And I'll take it from there. Don't know what I'm going to. Don't know what the episode after will be about. I have things in the pipeline, but then I constantly kind of change my mind. So, yes. Once again. Um, oh. I never actually mentioned what Escape from Precinct 13, the name meant. Well, if you're not a John Carpenter fan, I suppose you know. It's two of, two of his most famous films spliced together. So you've got Escape from New York and Assault on Precinct 13. So I thought, combine the pair of them. And it's I think it's a catchy name, to be honest, I... I was thinking for a while of what to call the podcast. And then I just sat there and thought, Escape from... And I was looking at John Connor films, and literally went to Precinct 13. I don't know, I think it sounds cool, it sounds edgy, it's... It, it kind of rolls off the tongue, it's not like... It's, it's not as... You know, it, it doesn't sound right. Escape from Precinct 13. That could be a... It feels like it could be a movie. It could be a fucking John Carpenter movie. But yes, um, so yeah, and the music I use the beginning is um, it's all free music. Uh, I can't remember the guy that did it. It's I, I use websites where I'm not gonna get busted for copyright. I'd love to use sound clips. I'd love to use bits of um music musical scores for movies but it's a minefield out there like there's n you, you cannot even get away with putting 
Uh, I don't own this material copyright because it doesn't fucking matter. Because if that person isn't getting anything out of this, you're not allowed to use it. Which is fair enough. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, it's just my born white talking at a, a microphone. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, I'm going to shoot off, but once again, thank you very much for listening. I hope you stick around. Whoever you are, wherever you may be, just like I said, just please just spread the word. I mean, I just I'd, I'd like more people to listen. I'm just the just one guy, you know, starting out in the podcast world. Uh, just you know, reach out, reach out. Uh, you know, I'm on the Instagram movies, music, comic guy. I'm everywhere. Well, everywhere. <laughs> Why the fuck did I just say that? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. I'd love to talk about movies. It's what I'm about. Uh, like I say, just... There's a lot of people that listen where I live. That's what I want to get. Get out. A lot of people listen where I live. But... You know, it's, it's funny because... I. I there's not many people I think would listen to it that I know. So it's gonna be people that you've shared, but no one's actually fessing up to hearing it. There's a there's a uh, a lad I've known for a long time. Um he messaged me after the first one, I think, second one. And he was in he was con- like giving me like, you know, saying uh, congrats on the podcast and stuff and you know, like I guess giving us some good words and stuff, and it, it was appreciative. And you see, I like anything like that. I, I'm not one person that knocks someone for trying something that they want to do and enjoy. And uh, yeah, it was like I say, I appreciate that type of stuff. So, like I said, just, if, just please share it, and just, then I'll just get out there. Just just sharing if no one fucking listens and fair enough cool so yes until next time you sick bastards hope everyone is good wherever they are wherever they may be and I'll talk to you soon bye